I'm Harper Bliss, author of Lesbian Fiction. And I'm her missus. Thank you for listening to our podcast where we try to talk about our journey in writing and publishing. But we usually get sidetracked by television or our cat. Meow. Welcome to Harper Bliss and her missus. Hello everyone, this is episode 79 of... Harper Bliss. And her missus. <laughs> We're recording this on Thursday, 1st of October, 2020. Yeah, sorry. You'd I, already I, gone on holiday. Sorry. <laughs> Forgot my last word there. <laughs> yes, so it's the 1st of October. It's a big day for our country. Oh, huge. We ha- we finally have a government after how many, 400 and how many days? 463 many days. days or something like that. I mean, it's... The elections were end of May 2019. Yes. Not 2020, 2019. Yeah. So 365 days plus June, July, August and September. So I know it'll be almost 500 days, I guess. I'm so chuffed. Yes. I've been so overly emotionally invested in the whole government forming process. And now the government we have, I love it. Mm-hmm. Yes. I, mean, I don't want to go into politics at all. But it does but, sound um, promising. But for me, personally, you know, where my political leanings are, it's it couldn't be better. Plus, I just saw a picture of... I didn't count, but I saw I a picture. I did count. There's 10 men and 10 women. Yeah. A complete parity. It's about time. I mean, next time maybe there'll be more women. But, you know, it's about time the women take over. Yes. Plus, yeah, this is supposed for off-podcast, but one of the names we recognize, I now see who it is. Mm-hmm. She hot. Oh, really? <laughs> Which one? I, I, I cannot remember the name. <laughs> okay. But anyway, we should not discuss this on the on the podcast. But I do I do want to chuck in my writing career and become a civil servant again. Yes, because the interim prime minister, you know, whom we call Celine Sophie, she's back in the government as the minister of the ministry that you used to work in. I know. So I now used you to go work on work these middle-aged men galore, and now it's her. She could have been my boss if only I'd stayed. I mean, I haven't worked there in 10 years. Yes, you probably wouldn't have been there anymore anyway. So. No, I, I most certainly hope not. But still, <laughs> but still, one can dream. Yes. That's a novel right there being born right now. <laughs> so, yeah we, yeah, we have a government. Yes. A lot of young new people, which is I think is good as well. And they're trying to, you know, come, they're trying to develop a new way. and a, you know. our, new, our new prime minister is a man, yes. but he is a self-proclaimed feminist. Yes. He's so that's, very he's not a macho with a little ding a No, he's very vocal on feminist I issues, on, on all r- range of equality issues, because he's also always very vocal on LGBT equality issues as well around the world oh and my, in Belgium. It could so. have been so much worse. So, so, because for a long while we were going in that direction, uh, mm-hmm. you know, the direction that other countries have gone into. But now we haven't. And I think... We can complain about Belgium all we want, but this is also the strength of Belgium. Mm-hmm. And, the, you know, I feel now I feel like we've risen above it. I have nothing to do with it, but still I'm I'm pleased. Mm-hmm. Yes, <laughs> me I'm too. I'm so pleased. So that, I shan't really talk good. to anyone in my family. Though. No, better not, because I think they don't share your opinions about this government. <laughs> 
So, so yeah. So there you go. Okay. That was the news. That's the news of the day. That is the news of I the mean, day. I mean, 99% of lis- people listening to this will say, we do not care about this. But for us, we understand. But it's our podcast and for us, it's important. It's our country. Yes. So, but I see the first item of business in the podcast notes. I think yes, you have a disclaimer. My disclaimer that I came up with after recording the previous episode. I don't know. I had a very bad night of lying awake and I thought I really must put a disclaimer. This is for all previous and all future episodes. I want everyone to know that I also know that I'm full of shit. (laughs) I know this. Like I can never say what I want to say. Like the whole thing like Harper Francis herself and Celine Dion. In my head, I had the perfect explanation. I was not able to say it. So... Nobody can understand it. Mm-hmm. Only me. Mm-hmm. It begs the question, why am I even on a podcast? But <laughs> I always say everyone deserves a voice. They do. So so there you go. Okay. But well, I do know I'm full of shit. Okay. So people you know, can take that into account when yes. they are listening Please to the past and future <laughs> Don't episodes. Don't take any of this uh, seriously. I'm, I'm, I really doubt anybody takes any of this seriously. No. Because, because we are neither... Professional nor profound. Exactly. Also, I'm at my worst when I take myself too seriously. Or when I take life too seriously. Mm-hmm. That's, I just finished... Well, I just a couple of days ago, I finished Big Magic by Elizabeth Gilbert again. And basically, it's also the message that she has. You know, just don't take it all too seriously. Have some fun. Yes. That's what you said yesterday. I know. One must have fun. I know, I said it to you. Excellent. After which I had had a massive crisis of (laughs) self-doubt. Indeed. (laughs) That is true. So what's next on my list? Yes. Well. Oh, my Evernote. It's about writing a breathless place. Oh, yeah, because, I mean, the book's now been out a week you can see, I mean, I can see, I mean, I've had many books out. Well, this is my 30th novel, but I've had many more books out. You can see, you know, what a book is going to do and commercially how it's got, I can, I can tell. I mean, I, ca- I cannot explain to you how I can tell, but I can tell, I can see it. And I can see it's not going to be a huge hit. That I can see. It's, I mean, which it's not definitely not going to be, if you kiss me like that, which was, a, which has been a huge hit. And I mean... I know this because this is not a book for the average romance reader, is it? It's not your average romance book. But for I, sure. t- but I told myself, this book, writing this book equals at least ten therapy sessions with a top-notch, super expensive therapist for me, if not more. It's therapy I'm getting paid for. That's how I see it. <laughs> That's the best kind. <laughs> I know, I know. And anyway, I always say the process is the reward. For this book, it was. So, you know, I can't expect it to be like a huge commercial success on top of that. No, but I mean, it's it's not going to be a dud either. No, no, definitely not a dud, but, you know, yeah, it's fine. It's not, but it's it's because the previous book, If You Kiss Me Like That, did so well and sold so it's, well. I was thinking about it. I think it was the right book at the right time. yeah. Because you know, it's very like, yeah, it's, the it's a theme, very... and plus it's age gap. You know, it's a horrible age gap. It came out in June. Like people were like, 
you know, feeling frisky and lockdowns were ending, but then starting again. And, and it was all a, of that. a low angst romance novel in a time when people had prob- probably had a lot of angst in yeah. their real life. And it came out in summer. The the cover's very summery and bright colored and all yeah, that. So it's, very you know, it's a combina- combination of many factors. And A Breath of Space is something completely different. So maybe yeah. it'll be uh, like a more slow slow earner but in the long run run or something like that i don't know we'll yeah but i think it's i think it's human nature like when you have a, a hit like if you kiss me to expect the same thing again and you forget that actually the hits are the exception yeah they're the outliers yeah so yeah and you can't have, if if you had outliers every time they wouldn't be outliers anymore yeah so either way our year has like you know been so great already yes so really we cannot, we cannot complain absolutely i not. shan't then don't <laughs> <laughs> but uh but reactions to a breathless place have been very nice yes i do were very nice for if you kiss me like that yes as well. but they have been very very vocally good for this one i have to say yeah so i mean not that you've seen on amazon that i can tell you no but sometimes people email me their reviews <laughs> that i cannot I try to stay away from reviews. And then they email them to you. They email them to me. I have to read them. Yes. Yeah, I, I can't like not read that. Yes, but even if they've even emailed them, they've been good. The yeah. ones that have been emailed to you. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, anyway, I think my, I had a wobble this week writing wise because I was really looking forward to it. And my keyboard, I had a new keyboard. Everything was working again. And I think it was still some residual launch stress, plus the fact that we have a holiday coming up. Plus Jay got in your head. Plus Jay got in my head. (laughs) How dare she? Like I started reading uh, Wrong Number, Wrong Number, Right Woman. Yes. And um, I, I just had to acknowledge that Jay is the master of the slow burn lesbian romance. Like it just, it's, I'm only like... Maybe not even 30% in, but so very slowly, she just hooks you and then you're in it and then then you can't stop. And that is like, it's not what I do. And then I start comparing myself and it's also like a masterclass in show, don't tell, which I'm also not very good at. Like, like I'm, I'm just constantly comparing myself. And this is why I never read Lesbic before bed, for instance, because then I wouldn't sleep because I'd be all night. I'd be lying awake comparing myself. I read in the morning before I write. I usually have no problem with it. But this time, uh, it really got into my head because I said, oh, she does this so well, she does this so well, she does this so well. What can I do? Like, what do I do well? Like, yeah, but it's no point comparing. I mean, it's a classic case of what every writer goes through during every writing process of every book. Comparisonitis plus, you know, then I, then I got this imposter syndrome, like, oh, you know, blah, 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 self, that, self, that, blah, 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 blah. That's basically what's been going on in my head. Mm-hmm. And it's no wonder I could not find my writing groove. Yeah. And I started d- doubting Ping Bean 10. Mm-hmm. It's very light. It's very fluffy, you know. It's not very serious, which actually is a good thing. Also, I need a book that's not yeah, so you serious. Can't, you can't write books like A Breathless Place all the time, one after the other. No. So you and need th- you need a palate cleanser in between. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. But then uh, once you let 
things get into your head like it's ping being turned like people have been waiting for this book they're going to be so excited what if it lets them down and blah 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 on and on and on mm-hmm. all of this shit whereas i just finished reading big magic and she says don't take it all so seriously yes, and she's well, right listen to her listen to yourself yeah so but it's, it's difficult i know it's it's much easier if you can like really be in flow every day mm-hmm. but like last week i barely wrote because it was launch week and this week i mean i did write this week and i did actually have some really good sessions but yeah you know maybe you need to finish reading jay's book during our holiday yeah, week and then you're not reading her while you're writing <laughs> it's my plan <laughs> maybe that would be better and find something else to read while you're writing something that's not less thick yeah maybe. well i am still reading all my mother's lovers oh yes and uh, well i'm just like in the beginning I was, because the main character she's like this millennial like yes like uh, peak millennial like i'm excellential actually i'm 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 on the edge of millennial yeah you're but i don't really identify with i mean identify is maybe not the right word but anyway her millennialness like really get on my tits sometimes and then it's like sometimes there's a chapter from her mother's point of view her mother obviously much older which I could I really enjoyed and then I had to get back to the millennial chapters like, oh god this millennial but then you know it's slowly it just it wins you over and oh, I love it it's a really great book mm-hmm. definitely to be recommended to everyone okay. across the world okay <laughs> so I read that this morning and I did have one good writing session but then I got a uh, holiday stress Yes, and also I, I made the mistake of bringing you a magazine with a picture of our former prime minister on the front page. Well, it's not a mistake. <laughs> no, it's not that. But I that I was going to talk about that. That's that's this is how I know you love me. Uh-huh. Like you you go to the shop, you pass a news agents, you see a magazine and our uh, prime ex prime minister I must say now is on the cover and you think, "Oh, I should get that for my wife because she loves our ex prime minister our so minister much." Minister of Foreign Affairs, you could call her that <laughs> now. Yes. And then you bought, brought me home the magazine. This is how I know you love uh, me. Well, uh. Yes. Also I brought you home a slice of carrot cake. <gasps> you did? Yes, that's the dessert I bought. They had carrot cake at my favorite coffee shop. Ah, they did. Yes, it's not the usual carrot cake we have from our other deli that we go to, but they had it. I thought, oh, let's try it. Oh wow! So we have. I mean, it's a slice to share because it was quite. It was a big slice, but uh, yes. oh, I didn't know. Yes, yeah, it's carrot cake with dessert with a ricotta frosting, apparently. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I, I thought that sounded interesting. I'll be looking forward to that. Yes, me too. Anyway, I do. Then you know while I was having this writing wobble then I had this next book knocking on my door like literally like you know like Elizabeth Gilbert describes it in Big Magic is probably why you know I am describing it like this mm-hmm. I don't know like this character just keeps popping into my head and like I, I can see her and I know her profession and I know what her love interest is going to be and oh I can just but this is not the book I'm supposed to write next my next book is supposed to be my second chance age gap romance and ah uh, then i'm like oh what am i going to write next so this is what we have to figure out on the holiday well you know we have a, a week off from work and we can take all the time we need to talk about work do you think i, <laughs> I need to ask my readers like do a poll uh, you i mean you can i mean but i know what they're going to say whatever the response they're not going to you know you're not in, under any obligation to follow it no that's true but 
well, it would be interesting to hear how they react is yes. definitely going to uh, depend on how I present it yes of course but if I say second chance age gap everybody's going to say yes 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 that well I don't not necessarily because if you present it as in you know I have this second chance age gap and I also have this book that is coming to me constantly now in my head and I keep getting ideas for it I think maybe a lot of people will say you know clearly this book is telling you it needs to be written write that because if you are working on a book that you that, that inspires you so much and that you enjoy that you will probably enjoy writing a lot readers feel that and when they read the book so you know they're not necessarily going to respond the way you expect them maybe maybe interested, they surprise me but we need to phrase the question you know in a way that a they way. can give a fair response yes so because yeah if you say for one book a age second chance age gap romance but for the other one you don't give any indication as to you know the the theme no, or I the would, tropes I would, or I whatever would. Oh, you would give some would. Yes, because otherwise they can't really make a decision no 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 but my problem is that you know this new book that announces itself it might have a tendency to be a bit darker again and i don't want to write something dark again but it's not be, uh, it is in my power to make it light uh, of course because you are the one creating and writing the story. Yeah. So. Yeah. You haven't told me anything about it yet, so you know. I haven't. I, not really. I think. I, I don't, don't know. I don't think I'm, I'm preparing you're saving my presentation. It, you're saving it so we have something to talk about on I, our I holiday. I have so many notes scattered. I need to gather them, and then I will try to do your presentation. Okay. Fine. Mm. I look forward to it already. <laughs> <laughs> yes, because my presentations are always so much fun. <laughs> <laughs> well, they are. Do you have anything that you want to add about your week, your work week? Uh, about my work week, but I'm I am actually work. Well, I'm working on second drafting. The ping being. Are you enjoying it? I am. Yes. Okay. I shouldn't doubt it so much. You shouldn't doubt it so much. Um, I'm also working on revamping the ping bean covers, in view of the upcoming release of ping bean 10 yes because we did a revamp last year but we're not really that that happy with them so um i'm redoing them um, and there are already nine books plus a short story plus two box sets so this is taking a while <laughs> this is not something that goes uh, super quickly but uh yeah uh that, that's what i've been kind of working on also uh, another uh, cover that needed to be redone which i finished um, the co-write with oh, T.B. Yeah, Markinson. Yes, yes, that's right. Because that's going to be coming out in, in audio, audio. I hope so. In the fall or towards Christmas. Like, we don't know exactly well, when. The idea is to have it before Christmas. Yes. Because it, it be. is a Christmas romance. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I, I'm, I don't have the details in my head. But anyway, so we decided to, you know, to boost the book with the, because the audio is coming out. It got a new cover. Oh, it's gorgeous. I uh, I went in the direction of many mainstream small town Christmas romance covers because it's I mean I like it. I like that genre and I think it looks nice. So that will be made public in the yeah, in the next weeks Pro or months, I don't know. Probably November, I would yeah, say. Yeah, something like that. So yeah, I mean, I mean, we could release the cover earlier as well. So. Yeah, we, I need to talk to we my need co to talk about the, obviously. Yes, of course, obviously. So that's what I've been working on. Also, this, just this morning, well, this is not work-related, but I came up with a great concept for a, um, a piece, an art piece 
An art piece? Like a... a For a wall? A Photoshop art piece. Oh, really? And, and like a, a concept that I want to work out, but I, I came up with it this morning and uh, maybe... But I'm not going to be working on it during our holiday because I won't have my big screen and to do Photoshop montages on a laptop screen is really not very practical. This is also not what the holiday is for. Yeah, but that's a hobby. That's not work. So. Yes, but you need to be away from the computer. Yes. Or previous holiday, you were on your computer the entire time. Yes, that's true. You need to be in nature. But also, I... Yeah, no. no. About this holiday, I do want to say that... Uh, like we are going somewhere in the middle of nowhere. Like I know there are restrictions and stuff like that, but I think we will be much better off there than we are now in the center of Brussels. Yes, because like Brussels we won't is, see a, anyone. is a COVID hotspot, but where we are going is in Normandy. Just in a, cows. A small, yeah, a small cottage in. I don't, I don't know if it's even a village. I think it's a tiny little hamlet that has a bakery. I think that that's the closest shop, a bakery two kilometers away from the cottage, and the the neighbors are cows. So <laughs> that's what the the woman who owns the Airbnb said close the gate. Yeah, you have to cows, close the gate otherwise the cows, cows. Can, <laughs> can come onto the garden and they wreak havoc in the garden. Yes. And we will go we will drive to the seaside and go for walks on the deserted Normandy beaches. Uh, I mean hopefully deserted but there shouldn't be too busy because it's not a school holiday or anything and we'll be there, you know. We will go weekdays. So that'll be Really nice. Yes. Hopefully it doesn't pish down the whole time. Mm, yeah. The Cannot weather forecast is not very good. But we'll take an umbrella and a rain jacket for sure. Well, as we said, you know, if it gets really too bad, we could always come home early. Yes, that's true. Uh, we can. Okay, let's move on to entertainment. Yes. We've watched, well, I certainly have watched quite a few movies, but mm-hmm. not as many as, as a lot. We watched a lot of documentaries, actually. Mm-hmm. Flemish documentaries. Yes. The one about our king is actually very interesting. Yeah, but, the, it's on TV but, at the moment. You know, it's, let's not discuss that. No, but it gives you, it makes you feel sympathetic towards our current king. Definitely. Which yes. you didn't necessarily feel before, because he's not the most charismatic of, of public figures. But yeah, but I mean, look at uh, our current minister of foreign affairs. Like, it's not. Uh, charisma is like deemed too important I mean yeah a politician needs to have some she doesn't have a lot still I love her Mm -hmm. but the king I don't really have an opinion about but I do like him now yeah I mean he's you know he he does uh, have a function and he has a role to play and you know even though we are not uh, absolute monarchy and uh, I think it's just it's more apathy than anything else like we don't really care either way but now we care a bit more yes it's not like in the UK where there's like you know royalty is like yes but uh, but you did go to school yeah that was gonna uh, say the queen the current queen she was a year above me at school so in our Catholic do you mean to say that you could have married a king you could have become queen. Well, no, because I think she has an aristocratic background. And also, I do you're not. a lesbian. Also, I'm a lesbian, yes, that too. But, um, yeah, so she's from an aristocratic background, and I am not. So yes, I don't but think I would have been suitable for marriage to the future No, because king. he did fall in love earlier once, and uh, she was not aristocratic, and they said no. No. But when we were watching this documentary, it was like, Oh, I went to school with the Queen. Oh, and this this person uh, who was uh, in the same uh, class as our King was my 
My godfather, my godfather was at, in high school thought, with the king. What am I married to? No, and you forgot my the the king's uncle was my father's doubles partner in the Belgian youth golf team. All of that. All of that. You're so what's the word? Upper class, but not aristocratic. But not aristocratic. And not really upper class either. No, but you have connections. I have, you know. You're connected. Maybe not really. I mean, I did. And look I've, I've how never, you ended up. I never spoke to the then future queen when we were at school, but she was in the same class as the big sister of my, of one of my best friends who was in my year. And I remember she used to sit at the next table in the, you know, the school dining hall where, where when we had lunch uh, or didn't know because I don't think she was a boarder. Well, maybe for one year we were boarding school at the same time. That I don't remember, but I remember she was. She sat at the next table, the upper year, and you know, of uh, the. No, she must have been a boarder then. Yeah. Anyway, it doesn't matter. I have a connection as well. My former colleague, when I was still working at the Ministry of Foreign Affairs, where I sadly no longer work, he married a sister of the Queen. Oh yeah, true. Hélène. Yes. I mean, I don't know. This was ten years ago. They might be divorced by now. I don't, I don't know. know. That's not allowed. They're a very Catholic family. So. And it's true that um, well, they only got together like, I think this was very close before I left. So I think if. Uh, if I'd stayed there, we would have been invited to the wedding. Oh, damn, we should have stayed a bit longer. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, there you go. Yeah. Oh, well. But look, uh, you and all your royal connections, and now you're here on this podcast with me. Which is neither professional <laughs> nor profound. <laughs> <laughs> is it? Have you gone up in the world or down? I don't know. I've depends gone up, your, of course. Depends on your, de- <laughs> on your definition. I'm married to a celebrity now. <laughs> A celebrity of lesbian romance. No, no. Anyway. (laughs) So, So, we've watched some movies. We watched a very... um, The Book Club. Yes, which is aimed at the grey dollar, which is something that's very popular at the moment because people are getting old. But it was a bit too much a marketing movie, like, you know. It was four main characters, which is a lot, for a rom-com, and they all need to have a romance. I mean, it was... It was it was like Jane Fonda, Candice Bergen, Murphy Brown. Yes, <laughs> the other one, the hot one. The hot one, um, Ted Danson's wife, uh, Ma- Mary Steenburgen, and, and Diane the, Keaton. And Diane Keaton, yes. They have a book club and they read Fifty Shades of Grey. Although I must say, Fifty Shades of Grey was not discussed very often. Well, I mean, I don't know if that's a bad thing per se. Mm. <laughs> It was a very forgettable There, there was movie. a lot of the inner goddess. Yeah. My inner goddess doesn't agree with That's this. That's why I stopped reading that book. I just could not take it anymore. I mean, it was enjoyable, the movie. But enjoyable, it's not, you know, it's not Oscar material. Very sure. forgettable. <laughs> yeah. And but still, you know. I watched Eat, Pray, Love because, you know, I said, oh, I want more Elizabeth Gilbert. And I'd already seen the movie. I remember enjoying it. But I watched it again, enjoyed it again. But then I realized it is directed by Ryan Murphy. Oh, I hate, I don't hate him. I don't want to use the word hate. I'm not a fan of Ryan Murphy. But this movie is like over the top aesthetic. It was not, it was not there. It was before he yeah. started on American Horror Story and that kind of stuff. The movie came out in 2010. Yeah. Plus, I mean, this is a this is a story based on real life. You can't like just go change everything. You know? If you want more, Elizabeth, glam it up. Elizabeth Gilbert, you should read the City of Girls. 
I yeah. like that one. I really enjoyed it. It's really good. I might do. Yeah, we have it, so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we I did s- enjoy the movie because also I really love... Uh, Julia Roberts. Jo- Julia Roberts. Oh, I forgot to say it. That I, I forgot to write down that I also watched Ocean's 8 again. Oh, yes. And then I thought, oh, Sandra Bullock. And then I watched the one with Julia Roberts. And, I mean... I need to do a book based on a fantasy casting Sandra Bullock meets Julia Roberts. Like two mega alpha females, something like that. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Anyway, I mean, also Ocean's 8, enjoyable but forgettable. Oh, I, I remember reading I mean, it was better, definitely better than the book club. Mm-hmm. Definitely, like, you know. But it's not a five-star movie. No, but it's, I mean, it's a good blockbuster, romp, enjoyable movie, yeah, I think. Yeah, it's true. You're Compared right. Compared to some other, I mean, this one Yeah, was, plus it's all, it's all women. Yeah, I mean, that, that's a fun bit. Yeah. So, yeah, we started watching Nocturnal Animals, but we oh had to stop because it was so tense. What the hell was that? <laughs> so tense. Oh, my God. That, that was unbearable. And because yeah, we, we started watching it and, and then, I don't know, we took a break because, I don't know, we had to get some water or something. And he said, I think I'm going to go up and, uh, and work on my, uh, on my computer for a while. <laughs> and I said, well, you're not going to let me watch this movie on my own. So I just stopped watching it. Yeah. Uh, no, I don't even I don't even know what it's really about. I, don't, I, I was not expecting that because uh, it's directed by Tom Ford and, you know, the, his first movie, A Single Man. It's like something completely different. I'm not that, you know, it is not... Not that know. people need to make the same movie Yeah, but it's just so violent and aggressive and ah, the tension, unbearable. Mm-hmm. Unbearable. Yeah, so then we wa- we also watched something that was very different, yes. Wild Nights with Emily. <laughs> yes, about the poet Emily Dickinson. With Molly Shannon. There were some fun bits. Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a bit silly. It's you know, a, bit a silly movie, but it's, it's quite enjoyable, and there's yeah. some funny funny bits in there. Plus, you know, there's some lesbianing going on. Yes, there is some lesbianing um, going on. Quite a bit of yeah, lesbianing. Which so, is fun. Yeah. Yes, but also the best television news is that Great British Bake Off is back. Yay! That's, or the... Or the British Baking Show is that what it, or the Great is it the Great Baking On Show Netflix, or the British it's Baking the, Show? It's the Great British Baking Show. Oh, Baking Show, yeah, uh, yeah, something like that. But the Bake Off, it's which back. is uh, which I mean, it's it's missing a lesbian because Sandy yeah. is no longer on it. But First, there were two lesbians presenting, then just the one. Two. Uh, I don't know. It's true. Just one. Just Sue as a Sue, lesbian. Yeah, Mel is not a lesbian. <laughs> Sue is a lesbian. She's a lesbian by association. <laughs> There was Sue and then there was Sandy, but now there's it's a, gay a gay instead. So you know. uh, it's fine. Matt Lucas is actually he's made for it. Yes, he, he is. does it really well because often I mean I love Sandy, but she's like you see her in QI. She's perfect for QI. I don't know if she was perfect for the big. She, she it was too silly. Like all these silly things she had to do with what's his name. The goth? Noel Fielding. Noel Fielding. It was just not really Sandy, was it? Mm, I no. felt. Yeah. It's M- Matt, Matt Baker. Matt no. Lucas. Matt Lucas is much more suited to it. Yes. So anyway, we enjoyed the first episode. Yes, it was uh, it was enjoyable. So, so. yeah. So uh, we already announced this last week, but no podcast next week because no. we are on holiday. Yes. And uh, we yesterday will be back you. Uh, you took our cat to your mother's. I did. For safekeeping. Yes. And it was so weird that she was gone. Like, she's been gone before. But both of us, we were like, 
you know, a house without a pet is no home. Yeah, but it's, you know, we have been here for the most of the past eight months. Mo- and the big much. winner of the lockdown was our cat. Yeah, she got so much attention. And oh, so spoiled. She, she is very, very, uh, you know, she's a high maintenance cat. Oh my sure. God, she's so high maintenance. She demands attention all the time. So when she's gone, you kind of notice it really strongly. <laughs> I still have to call my mother to ask how the first night went. <laughs> like she can really enter a room and go, Mow, look at me. Like she does that all the time. She's such a little diva. That, yeah. that we miss her. Moshamu. Moshamu, my Yes. So yeah, she uh, she's at her granny's. Her granny will uh, spoil good, her. Yeah, will take good care of her. Yeah, so she will, and she fine. will give her all the attention she yes. needs. Although, she will not give her as much attention as we give her. I mean, she's only one person, so that's already half. And also, she's away from home much more than we are. Yeah, I mean, well, she's she, out of the house yeah, more than that's we are. True, definitely. So uh, the cat will not be getting constant attention twenty four hours that's a day. Good for her. Yes, she maybe. needs it. Yes. So yeah. So we won't be on air next week, but we should be back the week after or maybe the week after that. Maybe we'll need two weeks to recover. To it's hard program. to say. It's hard to Depends say. Depends on how the holiday goes. Yes. <laughs> maybe we'll drive each other crazy in our little college cottage in the middle of nowhere. No, I really don't think so. Okay. If I haven't driven you crazy by now, yeah, don't true. think there's, there's little chance of me driving you crazy. So, although you might change. Who knows? Okay, so I think maybe that's enough for this week because we are already at 33 minutes. <gasps> oh, okay. That's what happens when you get a new government. Yes. So uh, we will be back in a couple of weeks. Okay. And uh, we look forward to having you listen to us again then. Until then. Clits up. <laughs> <laughs> for listening to Harper Bliss and Her Misses. You can find all the episodes and show notes at harperblissandhermisses.com. We also have a favor to ask. If you could rate and review the podcast wherever you listen to it, that would help other people find us. Thank Thank you. you.